0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday. The Packers are back on the practice field with a bevy of transactions around the team, including both Darnell Savage and Eric Stokes being placed on injury reserve. Yes, Eric Stokes as well, along with Darnell Savage. Stokes after his four-play appearance in Denver. Going back onto injured reserve uh, with the hamstring injury. You really feel for the guy for as long as he was out, for everything he fought through to get back out on the field, and then to pop a hamstring four plays into the game on special teams. That sucks, man. That really sucks. I feel terrible for him. Uh, Matt LaFleur indicating, however, that there's a decent chance he will be back this season. Uh, both Savage and Stokes need some time to recuperate. Um, NFL and FLPA this offseason changed the IR rules yet again so that you can bring up to eight people back throughout the season off of injured reserve. So both of these guys will have to miss at least four games, but then they can be brought back when they're ready. Um, Not that we know they'll automatically be ready after four games, but that is the threshold they have to meet before they can come back. Um, In the meantime, the Packers are on the practice field preparing for the Minnesota Vikings, who are resurgent. Uh, after beating the 49ers at home on Sunday night and you have to think they got to be ready for a bunch of pressure a bunch of pressure by the team sending more pressure than anybody else in the league in 2023 upwards close to 60% um which is I'm not going to say unheard of but it's bordering on that kind of territory it, it is a it is a pressure packed defense and We all remember Jordan Love's first start where uh, Spagnola and the Chiefs just came after him relentlessly, especially on third downs, and Matt LaFleur and company had no answer that night or that afternoon. I can't remember, but that game, the, uh, the Packers had no answer. You have got to believe, you have got to hope that the Green Bay Packers are spending all week on combating every type of pressure, whether that is overloads, whether that is... Uh, Cat pressure, the corners come in, whether safety blitzes, everything and anything that you can throw at Jordan Love, you can expect the Vikings to do exactly that. Um, now that said, you know, one real easy way to mitigate a lot of this pressure is to run the ball. And I know no one wants to hear it. And Aaron Jones didn't practice today. So we're probably going to be back with A.J. Dillon yet again. And no one wants to talk about it. But, hey, bludgeoning a team to death can really uh, stop them from sending pressure. If you're getting four or five yards of carry, it's a good way to go about it. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's going to be pretty. But if there is a game that calls for three yards in a cloud of dust, get into third and short with your running game, this is the one. Because you get into third and longs, they're going to make Jordan Love's life hell all afternoon. We'll see how they approach it. but. Uh, this is if there's you know if there's a game where you don't want Jordan Love dropping back and firing downfield a ton, this is the game. And I know we were all hoping to see that against Denver. Didn't really materialize until they were well behind in the second half. But I know we've all wanted Jordan Love and the offense to come out humming and firing downfield and take big chunks. And if there's a game, this ain't it. But well, we'll see. You know, I say all this, and they'll come out, and they'll spread it around, and they'll chuck it all over the yard, and it'll probably get ugly real early. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. How's everybody in the comments section doing? So good to see everybody. Chuck, was that really Corey Banky playing Romeo? Because I saw no evidence of Packer gloves. Elizabethans had gloves, didn't they? Yes, the picture I tweeted out the other day was indeed one. Corey Banky in a production of Romeo and Juliet back in our college days there in North Carolina School of the Arts. People don't understand. Like, I know he's like a wizard of the live streaming world now and has become a very successful businessman and all of that, but people don't get it, man. Corey Banke was insanely good as an actor. Like, he was an incredible actor. And he just stopped because he was more interested in doing, like, stuff online and camera work and live streaming. He got into that really early before basically anybody else in the world was really into it. But, man... He could have been an amazing actor if he had wanted to be I mean, a professional actor He's incredible Like, I just, I can't, I can't just I can't overstate how talented he was as an actor And probably still is I mean, that's the other thing He could probably walk into a studio right now And give you some, like, fucking Moliere And, like, knock your socks off Guy's insane Insanely talented Ryan, what's up? Thanks for the super chat no Packer Transplants this week? People need to hear Corey rant about the crappy play calling. <laughs> but he said, but that's what Corey does not do. Corey never bitches about play calling. That's not his thing. That's what I that's me. That's my thing. Um but yes, there will be Packer transplants this week, tomorrow night or late afternoon. Tomorrow, five p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Lambo time. Uh actually the 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 stream is up here on YouTube, so you can hit set reminder. So you don't miss it. Corey in all his glory with his gloves tomorrow it's gonna be a lot of fun can't wait very excited back to transplants back after the bye week always a good time (laughs) aaron harper hi aaron go pack. go remember the bears still fucking suck i only use the f bomb for accuracy because that's what aaron typed well done man well done jacob thanks for the super chat I've crunched all the numbers, have found a solution for this team. Promote Rich, move Matt to OC, and Steno back to the line. Easy peasy. Just kidding. I mean, would that it were so simple. That would be nice, unfortunately. That ain't how it works. Nags, what the hell is happening at 1265 this year? Seems like nothing but bad luck since that Saints game. I don't know about, you know, what's going on at 1265. They're they're doing the work they're inside the process they're trying to win football games and you're absolutely correct they haven't been able to since that Saints game but you know these things hopefully will start to come you just got to get one W in that column and hopefully build upon that but they're a very 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 young team with a very young-ish quarterback starting for the first time and a defense that isn't overwhelming or overpowering, but it's keeping them in these games and They certainly just haven't had a few things go their way late in these contests, but hopefully that starts to turn on Sunday afternoon. But I I don't think anybody inside 1265 Lombardi is, like, uh, the reason. You know what I mean? Like, they're all professionals and trying as hard as they can to get this thing turned around. And I mean, for all the noise on the outside and people talking about somebody needs to be fired and all that nonsense, it's like – It just ain't the way it works, not in Green Bay. Stokes is a gunner, incredibly stupid. I'm not a someone needs to be fired, but where's the accountability? Okay, so what's accountability, Aaron? He's a football player who hadn't played football in months and months and months. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. You put him at gunner trying to ease him back into the game, the game speed, the physicality of the game. Whoever decided, if it's Bisaccia, if it's one of the assistants, whoever said, hey, we should try Stokes at Gunner, that's a fine idea. Accountability, what? What should we do? Should we call up 1265 Lombardi and say, hello, I'd like to speak to the person responsible for saying that Eric Stokes should be a Gunner? Because they are probably pretty good at their job. Like, I don't understand what you guys desire when it comes to account, that word, accountability. It's like, what does that fucking mean? Because you just said, it doesn't mean you want somebody fired. So what does it mean? I know what you should do. You should go to the shareholders meeting next summer, next August. Go to the shareholders meeting. Go, uh, point of order. I would like to address the week seven decision to make Eric Stokes a gunner. I would like some accountability as an owner. And I assume you are, I, as an owner, I demand accountability. See how far that gets you. Like, man, other than typing into this chat, th- that's the level. That's where it stops. That's as close as you as a fan get to getting accountability out of a coaching staff. It's not your job to give them accountability. Whoever's in charge, it's their job. Whether that's Matt, whether that's Rich, the assistants, whoever. We, us, on the outside, the public, it's not our job to apply accountability. We are fans. We watch for entertainment's sake. And if someone gets hurt, it sucks they got hurt. But I don't then go, someone needs to be held accountable. I hate this fucking trend. And it is a very new thing. I don't ever remember sitting and watching the Packers in 1996 and all those receivers going down. And Brett Favre, they had to get Andre Rison off the scrap heap. And I don't remember sitting there going, someone needs to be held accountable for all these injured wide receivers. My God. Watch the games. Drink some beer. Have some fun. And then move on with your life. Accountability. I'm so sick of it. Lord. All right. Got that out of my system. Vex, what's up? Yasha Nyman, Sean Ryan, Elton Jenkins, John Runyon, Zach Tom. Can we at least try something different on the line? Vex, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen coming out of the bye week. That's why I was so crestfallen during the game as soon as it started and I saw the same five guys out there and got somewhat excited, possibly like, you know, hopeful, when unfortunately Josh Myers got hurt. Never wish injury on anybody, but look, we got Zach Tom at center. We got Nyman, Hellion, right tackle. And lo and behold, run up the gut for positive yardage. Here we go. We might be cooking with gas. And then Myers, God bless him, fighting through an injury, says, no, no, guys, I'm back, I'm back. And they go, okay, back, back, and we're going to finish out the way we began and more of the same. And I think we'll see more of the same on Sunday. What are you going to do, man? You know what? We should hold somebody accountable. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Mimsy, what's up? Tired of Minnesota getting stud wide receivers that can play year one. Word. Well, let's look at that, shall we? You're right. The Vikings keep getting wide receivers that can play year one. And they spend premium draft capital to get them. And that has produced... Carry the one. Exactly zero rings. I don't know. The Packers over the last 30 years have two Super Bowls. To the Vikings, zero. So I'm okay with the Packers' approach of waiting until day two and beyond to select their wide receivers. That's just me. I'm into championships. Not empty trophy cases. This is how I roll. Man, you, your mileage may vary. It's all good, man. I understand the frustration, though. It does suck to see this kid come out and ball out and look amazing right after they just had Jefferson do the same thing his rookie year. I get it. I get the frustration. It's not fun to be patient with guys. Like, the Packers take Lucas Van Ness. He's on a rotational basis. You don't see a whole lot of him. You as a Packers fan see the Vikings get a shiny new toy, and you're like, oh, why can't we be like that? Because we, like— long-term thinking and winning championships as opposed to putting up a bunch of numbers and never winning anything. That's just, again, that's how I see it. Your mileage may vary. Andrew, what's up? I paused the Green 19 pod to be here live after listening to Let's Talk Football and Carry the G and MKE, all while carving my pumpkin. I'm a glutton for punishment. Spooky season indeed. Andrew, are you saying listening to Cheesehead TV is punishment? I kid, I kid. Well, hey, you know, sometimes you just need to bask in it. You just need to marinate in it. You need to soak it all in just to appreciate that there are other humans who have to deal with this team. Absolutely. And, hey, shout-out to the Green 19 pod. They do good stuff over there. William, what's up, man? Did Yash get benched because he asked Steno, what is it you do here? No comment. It's like the the, the scene from Office Space. He sat on one side of the table and said to Steno, What would you say you do here? I I love this image. That's great. Mario, what's up? It's Wix time to shine. It better be. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait blitz-heavy team. You can count on Matt LaFleur to draw up a bunch of long-developing perimeter screens that go for two yards. Woo! Let's go, baby! I'm excited. Don Vito has another possible explanation for Yash not being able to get on the field. Did Yash insult Matt LaFleur's eyebrows? Why is he benched? I don't know. I wish I knew. I thought for sure coming out of the bye week we'd see him out there, but Barring injury, it looks like, nah. I don't know, man. Lambo Leo, what's up, man? Patience and perspective are powerful things. Go Pack Go. They are indeed. They are indeed. Jacob, what's going on? Simpler solution, team trip to Peru. Well, you know, they probably had their shot there during the bye week, but it's going to be a little difficult to get that in the stretch of these next 12 games or so. But, hey, off-season project. There you go. I like it. Henry. Insanity on all aspects. Are you talking about the Packers or the wider world in general? Because, yes. Mimsy, thanks again, man. You went from word to get the out of here. Respect. I don't even know what that means, but thank you. Terminal Frost, what's up? We just need to establish moving the chains. See? Now, there. That's, look, someone making sense. Yes. Moving the chains. I don't need big bombs. I don't need a ton. I just move the chains, man. Move the chains. And if you do that three or four times, you'll be in position to score. Move the chains. I like it. What's up, Ed? I had hair before Fav. Pulled it all out, do it a lot of his throws. Love may be or not be the guy, too soon to tell. Very, very true. Very true. There are maddening moments with Jordan Love so far. No question about it. Um, And I saw people taking umbrage with the idea that I compared Love to Favre. And, of course, I'm not comparing their games exactly. But the frustration aspect, Ed, which you are alluding to here, is very similar. There are moments I watch Jordan Love and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Which, the last time I remember doing that with regularity was when Brett Favre was playing in 93 and 94. That's all I'm saying. That response has has been uh, repeated many, many times. Mm. Zapad dog. That isn't that is something that I know the Packers quietly get frustrated with. Um, I know this for a fact because I've talking, I've spoken with a few people, both with past kind of administrations, if you will, and current. Um, Zapid says, where'd they go? Okay, there it is. I hate the first-rounders comparison. Packers have nine first-rounders on the team averaging the 22nd pick. The Lions have 10 averaging the 12th. Exactly. That's why there was years ago, there was one of these publications, I can't remember who, maybe Bleacher Report or Yahoo or somebody was like giving out scouting awards, and the Packers got one because they had the most, you know, pro bowlers from the first round with the lowest average, you know, Uh, selection spot, you know, it was like 21st or 22nd. Like, I don't think people understand, like, yes, they, when they talk about all these first rounders, it's like, yeah, first rounders that were taken well at the back of the first round because the Packers win all the time or used to win all the time and were very successful and had, you know, deep playoff runs, which meant they were picking at the back of the line. So, you know, what got successful with who, Uh, Jair Alexander, Rashawn Gary, Oh, you mean the guys who were like, well, at least Gary was further up the, the chain. I mean, they just traded back for Jair and then back up. But, yeah, I, I'm. It, it's, it's kind of the unwritten, unspoken thing, like all these first-rounders. Well, yeah, other team's first-rounders who are so much better. Like, the 49ers are a perfect example. How long did the 49ers suck to acquire all the talent through the draft that they have Picking at the top of each round for years, you know, and it's not perfect. It's not exact. I get that, but like this generalization of first rounders means they're automatically insanely talented. Uh, and they're ta- they have talent. There's no doubt about that. But it all created equal. <laughs> Brandy chains are moving backwards. Jake, thanks for being a care of the G-Club member. Really appreciate you, man. Lower expectations this year. We got a taste of what could be early. Still a couple bumpy years ahead. Go Pack Go. Yeah, it's going to be bumpy for a while. I mean, here's the thing. There there will be there will be moments. There will be shining stretches, I believe still, even this year. But yeah, anybody who expected them to just turn around and move on from Aaron Rodgers and be like winning 60-70% of their games, I think was fooling themselves. That's why I could never really get on board with when people were talking this summer about oh, they could even maybe they could sneak and win the division. I was like, it always felt like a lot. I do think if Bakhtiari and Jones are healthy all season, they got a shot at the playoffs. No question about it. Now, it's a long shot. But they guess gotta start winning games starting on Sunday. <laughs> Matt, exactly. All right, enough rocket balls. Just settle down. You know what you're talking about. Steven, what's up? LVN does not look like a pure edge rusher. Yeah, but he doesn't look like anything yet. I mean, what do we know? What have we seen? He's barely on the field. I mean, he is a little bit more now than he was earlier in the season. But, you know, and here's the other thing. I don't mind if he's not a pure edge rusher, if he can be used in multiple ways up and down the front. But he's still so young and developing. And, you know, we always knew he was a big project with a lot of upside. You know, not unlike Rashawn Gary. We shall see. Spike Mocha, what's up? In the last 10 years, only the Patriots have won a Super Bowl without a first-round wide receiver. You can't pretend it doesn't matter that much, but it does. (laughs) Like, what? I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Maybe it matters to you. But, you know, the Packers clearly have a way of working, and they've won a boatload of games doing it. I've seen them win two Super Bowls with my own eyes. So I'm fine with their approach. You're not. It's cool, man. But just because the rest of the league does something doesn't mean they have to do it that way or else they'll never win. There are more than one ways, one more than one way to win in the NFL. That's facts. You know. If you enjoy the way other teams operate so much, you should root for one of those teams. I highly encourage you to do so. You'll be much happier. But the Packers have a way of working that has been very successful for a very long time. I'm cool with it we got, folks? What else we got? <laughs> Joe, I like how you ask this like you're a political reporter or something. Nags, care to comment why Jones is still on a damn pitch count? The fact he isn't on IR concerns, well, your, your, your thing just moved. Concerns me they're trying to get trade value out of him. Qua? They know he's injured. If they, being whatever magical mystery team you're talking about, know that they know he's injured. He's on the injury report. He's missing games. He's missed a ton of games. He's being utilized sparingly during the game. And people are going to give up draft capital for Aaron Jones injured with that contract? Come on, people. Come on. Come on. Stop the tinfoil hat stuff. Everybody's—I saw today someone thought, "Oh, Kenny Clark's gonna get traded." Like, man, it ain't to quote the late great Ted Thompson. This ain't fantasy football. Stanley, what's up? Thoughts, Stanley? I got so many thoughts. I got so many thoughts, and they're gonna have to wait till tomorrow during Packer transplants. Cause I got—I gotta go. Can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.